Good morning, Rabbi Yisai. Good morning and welcome back. Coming to you live from the Summerton Community College of Summerton, Philadelphia. And after a, um, a little break, a, 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 little, a little big break, right? Um, our Pesach Ben Azmana break. We are getting back together for our morning shear. And what we're going to be doing, Summersman, is uh, we're actually going to be returning to a safer that we left unfinished uh, a few years ago. Um, we, Baruch Hashem, went into uh, Pesach Ben Azman, and we went to Pesach break, finishing Derech Hashem. We made a big seam that was very, very, very exciting. And uh, we're going to do Summersman, is we're going to return to Evan Shlema. So Evan Shlema is a safer that we worked through a long time ago. I think we're doing it maybe right before Derech Hashem. Uh, there were a few programs we left hanging. <laughs> one of them was the Perik on Chinuch. That's right. So Chinuch. Chinuch, we, we left that one out. And then at the end of the Sefer, of course, he has the program on Yemaisa Mashiach, Elam Habo, Gan Eden, and Gehenan, and a lot of other things. So those program also await us. But Perik Vav, the big Perik on, on a big topic, we did not do last time. Now is Now we will uh, we will be... Doing that, and then and then and the program down the road. Um, Summer's man, of course. Time of Sviya Saimer now, getting ready for Harsina, getting ready for Kabbalah Satoru. Good time to be thinking about not just our Kabbalah Satoru, but the Kabbalah Satoru for our whole families, um, our children, and everyone that that uh, we are responsible for. So, with that in mind, let us dive into Perik Vov over here. Perik Vov. The Gain's Perik on uh, the Perik on Chinuch within the Gain's collected writings within Evan Shlemus. So here we go. Perik Vav Be'inyan Gidul Ve'Chinuch Habanim Ve'Inyan Itaychacha on the topic of raising your children, educating your children, and rebuking your children. Some of these we excel at naturally. Some of these we need a little bit of uh, direction, and uh, we, we ourselves maybe need a little bit of education in the topic of education our children, educating our children. So some of these we naturally are great at, you know, Teichacha. We're all great at Teichacha when it comes to the rebuke part. But let's see what the guy has to say about uh, the, full pic- the full picture, the whole, the whole package over here, putting everything together. So Aleph. And uh, we remind ourselves that Evan Shlema, all, all the words here are the words of the Vilna Gain. The Sefer was not composed in the form that we have it by the Vilna Gain. Evan Shlema is a Likut, is a collection of, of uh, Torah from the Gain that was put together by one of his Talmidim, arranged according to topics and categories. So the Gain, the title is not the Gain's words. This is what I just read, the introduction. On the topic of raising your children, educating your children, and rebuking your children, that the, that, that, that line is the um, Malakates line, the, the Talmud, um, was put all these statements together. But all the Torah, the Torah within is the Torah of the Gain, the ideas over here, and the guidance is the guidance of the Gain. So, Zak the Gain. Ma'od tzarech adam lahashkiach abanav sheyechu b'darach Hashem. Person has to, ma'od tzarech, has to very much put in a lot of effort to what? to be on top of his kids, to pay attention to them, be on top of them, be monitoring them, that they should go in the ways of the Rebbeinah Shalalim, person has to, again, put in a lot of effort over here, doesn't say tzarech, going emphasizes this, put in a lot of efforts 
to um, to uh, monitor your kids, be on top of your kids, so that you should go in the ways of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Got to put in a lot of effort over there. Why? Ki Chaz Hashem bekilkol banim yeanshu av veeim maoid. Chaz Hashem says the guy if a person's kids go off, if a person's kids um, don't turn out okay, Chaz Hashem, if they go through a state of kilkul, of of disrepair, they don't turn out. You know the way the, uh, you're supposed to turn out. They go Chaz Hashem uh, off or a little bit off or. Whatever degree off, the parents will be punished severely for this. Again, the second time the guy says the word ma'id. Begins and ends the sentence with the word ma'id. Ma'id, a person has to put in a significant, serious, concerted effort into um, being on top of his kids, monitoring his kids, because the same ma'id that you have to put in is the ma'id that a person stands to be punished with if his kids go off. So let's just let's quickly stop and ask a question on the opening sentence over here. The first half, very intuitive opening over here, very intuitive that 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 you know clicks immediately. We get that that resonates. That what? The person's really got to invest in being on top of his kids. Really, he's got to put in a lot of effort over there to monitor what his kids are doing. Right? And no one's going to dispute that. No one's going to disagree with that. Of course, you got to be on top of your kids. The question is, the second half of the sentence kind of a, kind of throws us off. So the guy explains why you got to be on top of your kids. Well, he says, why do you have to be on top of your kids to make sure that they stay on the straight and narrow, to make sure that they turn out as Avdei Hashem and Avdei Hashem? Because if they don't, if they don't end, you know, they don't, they don't, they don't uh, turn out well. They don't, they don't, uh, they're not up, up to par and. Um, yeah, all right, it's going to be okay. If, if they are not, uh, if they don't turn out the way they're supposed to turn out, says the guy, you're going to get punished. The parents, it's going to come back to haunt the parents. Parents are going to get punished. Parents are going to suffer. The parents are going to have to, are going to have to answer for that. So that's a little bit of a, like, again, uh, that's a little bit disjointing over here. That throws us off a bit. You know, it doesn't sound, you know, although it may be true, and, and it has to be, um, that that has to be perhaps analyzed and, and developed or the vart behind that. But that's why a person's got to be on top of his kids. That sounds a little, little, little self-centered, right? It sounds a little self-serving. Sounds a little bit selfish. Make sure your kids turn out okay, because if they don't turn out okay, you're gonna suffer. You're gonna get punished. Well, I don't want to get punished. Huh? Better make sure my kids put on tefillin every day. Maybe even Shabbos. You know, I better make sure my kids are always saying brachas even when they're not eating, right? Because I don't want to get punished for that. I don't want to, you know, I don't want, I don't want to have to go to Gehenim. I better make sure my kids turn out okay. That, that's that's a little strange, right? This is why you mechanic your kids. This is why you're on top of your kids. This is why you teach your kids how to dive and how to learn, how to love Torah, how to learn Torah, how to live Torah. This is why, because you don't, you you don't, you don't want to get punished. That's odd. It's a little bit odd. Okay, so let, let's leave that hanging for now. If we were writing this, as we're big mechanchim over here, right? We're 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 uh, we're chinuch experts, all of us. We all have kids running around. We all have things flying around. So we, as as mechanchim, people who know how to educate our kids, we would say you gotta be on top of your kids because you want your kids to be erlechiyidin. You want your kids to grow up and be oivde Hashem. You want your kids to do the right thing. You want your kids to make Hashem happy. 
You want your kids to make a kiddush Hashem, whatever we would say it as 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 expert mechanechim. The guy doesn't say any of that. The guy says, raise your kids properly so you don't get punished. Strange. Okay. The guy goes on. Vav im ha'av tzadik. The guy just keeps 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 us up. He doesn't let go of this. Vav im ha'av tzadik. Even if the father himself is a big tzadik, doesn't do any averus. He sits and learns all day long. In Yeshlo ben Rasha. He has a Ben who turns out as a Russia as Nightland Isa They will take the father from Ganadin and put him into Gehenim. Laman so that he should be able to witness what his son is suffering in, in, in Gehenim, what his son has to endure in Gehenim. So person who produces a child who had, the kid has to end up in Gehenim, they will pluck the father out of Ganadin and put the father into Gehenim for the father to be able to see. Excuse me. The um, the suffering of his son. Um, it's also interesting. Why? In that, it, on the one hand, on the surface, it seems that the guy is continuing the same idea. Um, make sure your kids turn out okay, because if your kids don't turn out okay, they're going to come for you. They're going to come for you. And how uh, how far does that go that they're going to come for you? They're going to take you out of Gan Eden and throw you into Gan together with your son. Now, we would expect the guy once he started with this this theme that uh, you know they're going to come to get you and that's why you have to make sure your kids turn out okay so we would expect him to say um he started off by saying you're going to get punished you're going to get punished so we would expect him at this point to say if your son has to go to get him you're also going to go to get him because your son gets punished you're also going to have to get punished that's what he started off by saying but now he again takes takes another abrupt 90 degree turn over here and he says they're going to throw the father to Gehenim to see the son suffering. But then the guy just told us that father himself is going to suffer. Father himself is going to suffer. Now he's saying they're going to send you down there to witness your son suffering. What about your own suffering? It seems to again be Viter like bucking what he what he just said a moment ago. Okay, so let's let's he has this one more line over here. Let's see one more line, then we'll come back and try to put the whole thing together. Um, when a parent disciplines his child and directs him then the opposite uh, the opposite happens that not only his father is not going to be sent down to Gehenim to witness his son roasting in Gehenim the son's not going to go to Gehenim. When the father invests in, in raising the child properly, the son goes to Ganeiden. And then, even if the father, even if the father uh, had a had a little bit of a shady and shaky record over there, even the father had things that the father has to be punished for, the son is able to yank the father out of Gehenim and pull him up to Ganeiden where the son is. Period. Okay, so that definitely goes back into the opening line that. Um, that the, the whole idea of chinuch seems to be very self-centered and very self-serving, and he concludes by saying, "Yeah, you know, there, there's here's the here's the payoff over here. You raise your children properly, they will get you out of Ganem. They will pull you into Ganed." So that's the opening, the first paragraph, the Simon Aleph over here in Parak Vav and the Parak of Chinuch, and Gain said three statements, all of which go together. And let's examine the three statements now side by side by side and <clears throat> try to, you know, take it to a, um, to a, like a, a deeper place, deeper level of understanding, try to figure out what the gun exactly is trying to give over to us over here, what the Yisoyed is, and, and uh, the gun is communicating to us 
in terms of, of chinuch. So the guy start off again by saying the person has to very much ma'oid, really be on top of his kids, really be on top of his kids, um, make sure that they that they develop and and uh, go in the way they're supposed to go, as in terms of their midas and and uh, Hashem, etc. Why? So here's the guy throws through this curveball. Why? Because otherwise you're going to get punished. You're going to get punished. That was already odd. He should be speaking altruistically, or he should be speaking in terms of just the responsibilities of parents. I'm, I, have a, I have these kids. I have to make sure these kids grow up in their own right. As I want to make sure that my, my kids are okay. God doesn't say anything of the sort. He says, all, all that he tells us about is, is, seems to be very, again, very self-serving, very self-centered. That's so strange. That's so odd. Why would all of Chinuch come down to my own interests? That, that, that's, that's what Chinuch is all about. We think of Chinuch as a very big, lofty, beautiful um, opportunity and responsibility of raising the next generation of Klaeser. And the guy makes it all about us. Very, very strange, as we pointed out. And then, after he says, we'll get punished, Chas Hashem, for the avirus of our children, he says that the father can be sent down to Gehenim not to be punished, it doesn't sound like, but to see his son suffering, which there seems to be a curveball within the curveball. And then he says, on the other hand, if you raise your child properly, that child will yank you from Gehenim up to Gan Eden and, and, and um, release you from your own um, suffering. And let's ask a question on the third statement. The question to be asked on the third statement is, where does that naturally um, result from? It doesn't seem to be a natural product of the Goins opening statement. The Goins opening statement was, if, you, if your kids mess up, we're going to come for you. We're going to come for you. You're going to be held accountable for that. And you're going to have to suffer when they mess up. But why does that work to pull me out of Gehenna? Meaning... It makes sense that when they suffer, I have to suffer because I'm responsible for that. You want to tell me that when they get reward, I should also get reward because I'm responsible for Seder. I can get reward for that. But 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 there's a difference between getting rewarded and having my Gehenim nullified, be negated. I have to pay off my Gehenim as a parent, let's say. And when I finish paying off my Gehenim, so I'll get a, a, a share in their reward in, in Ganadin. Okay. That, that we understand that that would make sense. That would be the dover of the hipuchai. That would be the, the correct setup of I mean, the correct contrast. The same way I suffer when they suffer because I'm responsible for them. So I'm rewarded them when, when they're rewarded because I'm responsible for the reward. But why does that take me out of Gehenna? My Gehenna is my own personal achrais. It's my personal responsibility. I have to pay off my Gehenna. I earned that Gehenna. I have to pay off that Gehenna. Joint, when I finish paying that off. So that's when we'll, we'll be privileged now to get a, you know, we get into the VIP seats and get, get, get in because our kid got there, so we're kind of responsible for that. That's what the guy should say. How does the son have the power to yank the father out of Gehenim? How does that work, that he can yank you out of Gehenim, right? It's something that in Lamdus, it's hard to understand how that works, you know, regardless of how long your payas are, right? And there's this notion that, right, the longer your payas are, the, the, the further you can go in Gehenim because we, you know, more room to pull you out with, right? I mean, we have more slack over here. But how does that work in Lumbus? How does I, how's the how's the pace idea work in Lumbus, right? Um, I see everyone nervously checking their pace. Ha <laughs> ha! We saw that. Okay. Um, yeah, it looks like you need a few more feet over there. I don't know. Okay, that is pretty deep. No, I don't mean that for you, but. Uh,
people who are people who look up to you and grow their taste the way you grow your pace. You know, you've got to set a good example for people. Anyway, how does it work that the son gets the, the father out of Gehenna just because you get rewarded for his rewards? So let's try to put this whole thing together. Um, and there's one more word I think we have to take note of over here. And, and that's a very powerful word. The guy is talking about Chinuch, and this is the opening paragraph over here of the guy's statements to us, the guy's Torah the on Chinuch. The guy says a person has to, doesn't say has to raise his children, educate his children, he says Lahashkiach. Lahashkiach. Very interesting word. We had that word a lot in Derech Hashem, Lahashkiach. Hashgacha Pratis, Hashgacha Klalis. Moitzar Chodem Lahashkiach Albanov. person has to be Mashgiach. If we were writing a Chinuch work in, 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 in Talmudic Hebrew, we would say, A person has to direct his children, to educate his children, to discipline his children. The guy chooses a, a, a very specific word, which is, again, an a, 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 a unexpected word over here, A person has to be mashgiach. I translated it when we began as monitor, but I think... It can be translated with more accuracy, with with captured in English with a different word, with, with a better word. And let's hold off on that, and, and let, let's take a step sideways for a moment. The guy telling us, if you want to raise your children properly, you have to be mashgiach, mashgiach on them, mashgiach. Now, when we think back to our, well, finally to our yeshiva days, mashgiach doesn't always have the best connotation. That word mashgiach, right? for some of us, I see for some of us. Has, has different connotations, different associations. By the way, the grace of Mashgiach, for those of who, who, who uh, had the schus of, of, of being under the Mashgiachus of Rav Gil Eisenbach, Nesha Teiro, um, he's, he's Tzadik Balir, he's going to be coming to the States after Shavuos. We're trying to work on making an Asifa, all, all of this Talmidim. Um, but anyway, okay, so, so uh, Mashgiach over here is an interesting word, an unexpected word that the guy uses. The person has to be mashgiach on his children. And again, there's echoes in this word, lashgiach, of what we had recently in, in, in the Ramchal, and Derech Hashem, Hashgach, Hashgach, close. And yes, there, there may be a bit of that going on over here in, in why the guy is deliberately selecting this word. But moving sideways for a moment, let, let's return to the three questions that we asked on all three statements. Um, why is the guy... Why does the guy make all of chinuch of your children dependent on my own welfare? Why is it all about me? That's so strange, it's so odd. It should be about my kids. I'm mechanech my kids for my kids' welfare. Not for my welfare, I'm doing it for them, not for me. Why am I being sent down to Ghanim to see what's happening to him? And why does he yank me out of Gan Eden? The Terrence is Rabbi. So what the guy is trying to do, he, he's not just telling us how important chinuch is, he's telling us He's telling us why chinuch is so important, and he's telling us the how chinuch, how 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 life works on a deeper level, and why that results in the why of chinuch of, of why the why of why chinuch is so important. He's setting up for us over here, actually, a very very. Uh, fundamental, foundational principle, a very deep and profound idea as to what is going on behind the scenes and beneath the scenes in terms of parents and their children. 
the relationship between the parent and the children, and then and 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 his or her children, the parent and their offspring. And when we understand that relationship, we understand that kesher properly, then chinuch clicks into place in a whole new light the responsibility of child rearing. And yes, when we ask these questions on the going, that why didn't the going say raise your kids for your kids' sake, raise your kids properly for their welfare? It's coming from a place of of uh, a superficial understanding of what my relationship with my children is, and therefore what my responsibility my children is. And what's the superficial, off-the-cuff understanding before we learn the going? The superficial, off-the-cuff understanding is well, you know, every parent has the privilege of bringing the next generation of Klaiso into this world. It's such a privilege and an amazing privilege, but it's an amazing responsibility. You're responsible for the next generation of Klai Yisrael. Make sure they end up okay. Make sure that your kids aren't, aren't going to get in trouble. Make sure your kids aren't going to get thrown out of school. Make sure your kids make a Kiddush Hashem. Make sure your kids are, uh, will, will raise their own children properly, etc., etc., etc. That's all a very superficial understanding of what our relationship with our children is and therefore our responsibility to our children. The guy is saying to us, no, you, you, we're missing the boat over here. We're missing the boat. It's much deeper than that much more fundamental than that, and much more uh, basic than that. The reason why, ultimately, the real reason why we have to raise our children properly, and the, 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 the aleph base of why a person has to invest so much in chinuch has to do with the aleph base of how to understand the link and, and the relationship and the connection between myself and my children. And the aleph base of understanding that connection is your children are an extension of yourself. Your children are an extension of yourself. They're appendages. They're an extension of yourself. Not just a reflection of who you are and not just um, a representation of who you are. Again, that's more of a superficial understanding that your children represent you, so make sure you raise them properly because shusa dinuka bashuka, oi da abba, oi da ima, right? So that's, again, we understand that Gemara in a superficial way that what do your kids do on the street that reflects what they see at home. That, that's, again, superficial. That, that's a very shallow understanding. The real understanding is your kids are an extension of yourself. And, and that's the MS over here. That's what the guy is, is really sharing with us in, a, in, in the guy's inimitable way, in, in, in the guy alluding to this, but that's what the guy is sharing with us over here. And, and th th that's how one has to relate to one's children, understand the link between one and one's children, and therefore go into chinuch, the chinuch obligation, educating and, and child-rearing and raising your children with the understanding of my, my kids are really appendages. And it's not so much about the next generation of Klai it's about sending at my appendages properly. And it's not that my sons and my daughters are reflections of myself, that is me, that's me out there, that is me. And when we understand it that way, we understand immediately that changes the entire approach to chinuch. It's a whole different ball game. It's a whole different ballpark. It's a whole different sport. It's an entirely different sport now. It's not about making sure that you know they go out into the world and they, they do everything properly. And you know, go go forth, my son. Go forth, my daughter, with my blessings. No. I'm going forth. I'm going forward through my children. I'm proliferating and propagating myself through my children. That's really me. And this gives a whole new light to a statement, a well-known statement the Chazam make, bro kara 
Chazal really say this, that a son is the leg of his father. The son is the leg of his father. The guy is taking that literally. The son is the leg of his father. That's my leg. I have to look at my kid as my leg. I have to look at my kid as my hand. I have to look at my kid as my, my pinky finger. And how far does that go? It gives us such a such an amazing, profound, new insight into Chinuch. Um, we have this tendency, now Baruch Hashem, we all have busy lives, all of us. We're very, very busy. And, 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 and um, yeah, we, we make time for our kids, sure. But, but we kind of do have a tendency to rely on, on, on um, systems. We have a tendency to rely on the school system. We have a tendency to rely on principals and teachers. We have a tendency to rely on the moras and the ganenets. And we have a tendency to take the path of least resistance to educating our children, to being mechanic our children. The path of least resistance means if, you know, I didn't get any phone calls today, then that means everything is good. If I didn't get any uh, emails, emergency emails from the principal, Baruch Hashem, that means they're in good hands. And I choose my school very carefully. I choose my teachers very carefully because I'm so proud of, 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 of my parenting skills and all my parenting skills will go into choosing the best school and the best teachers and the best principals. Shine, okay, good luck, kid. Good luck, good luck. So that, the guy is showing this so, is so clearly, so scathingly, that's that's chinuch. That's chinuch. You know what that's like? That's like, that's like having an illness, having an ailment, having a, you know, someone walking around with a, with, you know, for, for weeks with an ingrown toenail. Anyone ever here suffers from ingrown toenails? No, you should never have to. You should never have to. Yevamizman. Yevamizman. Tavshin nun I suffered horribly from an ingrown toenail. The only reason I remember that I learned was learning Yavamis, and the only reason I remember what year it was because of the ingrown toenail that I had that year. <laughs> you know, that, that's... Mesechdas, you forget, you usually forget, but pain, pain, you do not forget. Um, so, so ingrown toenails can, can be quite painful. And lots of different conditions and ailments can be, be quite painful. A person, let's say, has a medical condition, has an ailment, has an ingrown toenail, and you say to somebody, you know what, I'm a very busy person. I have my career, I have my job, I have so many things... Uh, on my plate right now, I'd like to pay you to take to, to, to keep an eye on my toenail. You keep an eye on my toenail. Okay, you know, I have this gastrointestinal condition over here. I'm going to hire you to be on top. You be on top of that. You be on top of that. I'll pay you. I'll pay you tuition even. You know, I'll pay you $1,000 a month. You be on top of my migraine headaches. You be on top of it. Are you talking hayal al-adas? Right? It's ridiculous. Of course it's ridiculous. What does that mean even? What does that mean even? Rabbi said, that's what we do all the time with Chinuch. That's what we're doing. That's what the guy's trying to show us. You have a kid who needs to be monitored. You have a kid who needs to be attended to. And you just decide to, to pay your tuition and show him, show him all your soul. Good luck, kid. That's like paying somebody to be on top of your migraine headaches. Paying someone to be on top of your heart condition. Paying someone to be on top of, of your ingrown toenail. You pay someone to be on top of your heart condition? Doesn't sound very responsible. Yeah, pay the doctor. Pay the doctor. You 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 be on top of it for me. You be on top no, of it. He gave it the medicine. I the doctor's not calling me up to, to no, right. He gave it to prescribe the medicine, and you take them, and he's taking care of it. That's right. But that's right. But would you call the doctor up and say, "Listen, this is now from now on. This is your job, not my job. I'll even pay you. I'll give you a monthly paycheck for you to be on top of my heart." You do that. 
No, you wouldn't do that. Nobody would do that, right? Nobody would do that, and, and no doctor would take such a job. Doctor would say, you're crazy. You're nuts. You don't deserve to have a heart. Why are you yeah, crazy? Yeah, go to do... Uh, you understand the point? No, Ramesh, you understand the point, right? Heart surgery. You gave me your heart. Of course. And he's taking care. Of course, of course. And sometimes when my kid really steps out of line, I have to bring my kid to... Uh, to 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 the you know to the rishishiva. I have to bring it to the principal. I have to bring someone to give him a, a serious shmuz. That's right. Sometimes I do that, but that's me taking responsibility. That's me being proactive. It's not me hiring somebody. You know, put an ad, put ad, take out an ad, in the you know in the, the ad that you're looking to you know you're willing to be on top of people's um, heart conditions. You can you know take a thousand dollars a month. You'll be you'll be on top of their heart. No, it's ridiculous. It's crazy, right? That's crazy. If when I'm on top of my own medical conditions, so I sometimes there's things I can deal with on my own, and there's things that I have to go to the experts. But I'm in charge. I'm doing it right. This is the point the guy is making. What a profound point! What's he telling us? He's telling us that 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 we may be very, very, very not in tune and not in touch with what real chinuch really is. We may be relying on others to do the chinuch for us. And we may be taking the path of least resistance and just assuming, you know, if I haven't heard anything wrong, I haven't heard any, I gotten, have not gotten any bad reports, um, everything's okay, everything's good, everything is great, everything is gewaldic. Or uh, maybe I'm a little bit more involved in that. So, so uh, you know, I, I, I read all the report cards. Every time a report card comes home, I make sure to read the report card, and that way I monitor what's going on with my kid. Vita, that's like what? A person who knows he has a heart condition, who knows he has a heart condition, waiting, I'm going to have my, my yearly medical, so I'll wait for the medical, then my yearly medical, and the doctor will tell me what's going on with my heart. That's, that's, that's suicidal. That's suicidal. Zuck the Gain, what the Gain is saying is your kids are your appendages. Your kids are your organs. Your kids have to be looked at as your heart, as your lungs, as your toes, as your toenails. They're an extension of you. And that's why the, the, um, that explains everything that Gain says over here. It's late, so maybe we'll take this to the second half tomorrow. But just to leave us with something to, to let this hang on for today, this is why the guy used the word lahashgiach. Let's just leave it off with that. And we'll continue with this tomorrow. Lahashgiach, lahashgiach doesn't mean to monitor. doesn't mean to be on top. Lahashgiach means to be involved. To be involved. And that's exactly what it meant in Derech Hashem also. Hashgacha pratis means the rebellion is involved. He's involved. It matters personally to him. That's what hashgacha pratis is. That our lives make a personal difference to Rebbeinu on a personal level. Lashgiach, what's real chinuch about? Being involved with your kids, what's going on. Proactively. Not waiting for the phone call, not waiting for the email, whether it's a good one or a bad one, but being involved, knowing ahead of time who, who their friends are, what's going on in school, what's going on outside the school. Good. We'll leave it at this and we'll continue tomorrow and, and plug all this back into the guide. And everyone should have a wonderful today.